0: Welcome to a new episode of The Crowds, the German podcast, the first one after the Easter break and unfortunately the last one for now. I will explain everything about that at the end of this episode. I hope you had a lovely April with friends and family. I went back home to Germany and the last weekend I went to Berlin. And Berlin is a special place for me because it's the only place in the world that I miss if I haven't been there in a while, although I never lived there. So it is my favorite city, in a way. And of course, I wanted to introduce you to this special place here in that podcast for quite a while already. But Berlin is so much, has so much, history, sites, cool spots. Berlin is beautiful and ugly. It's alternative and creative, and other parts of the city are wealthy and quite organized. And within the last 100 years, there has been probably more history, more historical events, happening in that city than in any other city in the world. So I always struggle to bring all of that in one episode. It's just impossible. But I'm not the only person who is fascinated by all of that. Hundreds of thousands of young people are from all around the world. They are visiting Berlin as tourists or even move there. And since I went there with my best friend from Nottingham, Ivan, who is a Croatian, I will let him share his opinion, his international perspective on Berlin in this episode. First of all, Ivan, thank you very much uh, for being here with You're me You're
1: welcome. It's a pleasure, as always.
0: If you had to describe Berlin to a person who has never been there, what would you say, what is the city like? What makes it special?
1: Oh, that's a tough one. There's so many things that are very special about Berlin, but um, what I would say is the most special. It's just the, the vibe of the city and just the feeling of nobody cares That's just something perfect because you can be whoever you want to be. You can do almost whatever you want to do and nobody will even look at you and uh, there's no judgment and it's just very liberating as a city. What kind of people do you see on the city? Absolutely all kinds of people. There's people from all over the world. Uh, There's all different... uh, It's all merged into one very interesting type of a city. It's really difficult to explain and the, the, best, the best advice for me would be just go there and see it because there's something like that you can't find anywhere else in the world. One would think that, for example, Amsterdam is very chill. But if I compare Amsterdam and Berlin, I kind of prefer Berlin for its chillness. It just seems, it just seems very, very, very relaxed.
0: If you go there for a couple of days, what would you recommend are the things you should do as a tourist?
1: Um, plan little, explore a lot. and Because wherever you go in Berlin, you will find something unexpected. And I think that's what makes uh, any traveling great. Because when you expect something, you get something out of it, but you get only what you expect. Whereas when you don't expect something and you find something really cool, which is very
0: easy in Berlin your trip just gets on a completely different level. A lot of people from all around the world, a lot of young people move to Berlin because it's like a dream place for them to be, what you said, it's quite an open liberal, open, liberal city. Can you imagine how it would be to live there, to live as an international in Berlin?
1: Yeah, I'm constantly imagining it and stopping myself from just going there right, right now. It's such an amazing city and I think it would be really cool to live there, especially for a young person like me who, who likes... All all things Berlin, uh, yeah, it would be just it would be kind of magical to live there, I think. But only downside of Berlin is winter, and the cold. Yeah, so then I think it's that's really cold there. Yeah, if, if it would, if it was summer the whole time in Berlin, I would be there by now.
0: Do you think there is a language barrier, a language problem? Because a lot of people who maybe consider going there are able to speak English, but not German, and that maybe holds them back.
1: It seems that you can do almost everything in Berlin just by speaking English. I would feel a little bit awkward just because I think that if you're living in a country, you should at least speak basics of German. But I have that covered. I, I, my, my basic German is decent. At least you say so. So I'll it believe is. you on that. Uh but yeah, um if, even if you don't speak a word of German, uh, nobody will judge you for it. At least not in your face, which is the most important thing. And you can do literally everything in Berlin just by speaking English. Even get a job in a in a pub. So in the hostel, like you you have you have your you have opportunities even if you don't speak German to just live nicely in the city.
0: Coming to a different topic, uh, there has been so much history going on, especially in the last 100 years in Berlin. And um, do you have the feeling that you can still see that, feel that at every corner? Or do you have the feeling that the people in Berlin kind of left it behind? How, how much history do you see when you are walking down the street?
1: Well, you can't see that much because they, they really tried to leave that behind them. You can feel it, though. You can feel the history of the city, even though some of the historical things aren't there anymore. Uh, You still have that feeling of something big happened here. Uh, But I think German people have done a good job by selectively leaving stuff, which are enough for you to get the glimpse on the past, but not glorifying anything and being very careful about uh, who and why will come to that place. So there aren't any worshippers of the bad stuff that happened in the past. But I think the whole country has g- learned a great lesson from it. And they've moved in the most healthy way
0: imaginable. That is actually really nice to hear as a German. <laughs> but yeah, we went together to the place where the bunker, the final bunker uh, of Hitler was, and it's a car park these days. There's yeah. literally a car park and nothing else so that no one comes there. Um, and worship him and makes it a place where you can maybe glorify Hitler. Uh, we had the alternative white, we, ha- we had uh, a lot of internationals living in Berlin. We had the history. One thing Berlin is also very famous for is the nightlife. Can you tell us a bit about the nightlife and your experiences? Can you recommend, is it as good as people say or did you get a different impression? What is your opinion on the nightlife?
1: Well, Berlin is definitely techno capital of the world. And it has been for some time, and you can really feel that when you're on a night out in Berlin. It just lives for the weekend. Even though weekend lasts seven days, but <laughs> the actual weekend, it's parties non stop. And that's something that every techno lover enjoys. You have the best club in the best techno club in the world, Bergein, which is uh, hard to get into, as we both, as found we out. both found out. Uh, I tried myself a year ago, and this was my second time trying. And well, the doorman was very nice in a polite way. He told us we can't get in, but that's that's the the pleasure of it. Uh The pl- if we get in one day, I'm sure it will be much 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 better, just because of the fact that they didn't want us in for the first two or God knows how many times. But yeah, even though we didn't get into that one, we got into another club and the night was still amazing. And I'm sure if we wanted to keep going in Sunday morning, we could have just kept going till Monday morning, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We could have still been there
0: yeah there is i think there is no real weekend in berlin and the cool thing is there are so many quirky spots um there are like old factory areas old factory halls that have been transformed into clubs we came to a place very close to a hostel which was basically a basement and you could see that there's a cool quirky bar in there so there is a lot to explore and i think that's in general one of the big advantages in berlin is that there is so much still to explore because of divided germany and all of that However, how is it price-wise? Is it affordable? It's very affordable.
1: For a capital of a big country such as Germany, it's very cheap. Like you can, you can survive with a very low budget, I would say. You can have amazing street food. There's a lot of stands with um, falafels and there's food from all over the world and it's very affordable. You can have a good meal for a couple of euros. And uh, the rent seems very affordable as well, even though recently it's gone up. But for a capital, it's very affordable.
0: The last point is a lot of people love Berlin, but especially in Germany, a lot of people don't like it. It's too dirty for them, too, too much of a hype and all of that. Do you think there are people who don't fit into that city? So if people are listening and consider going to Berlin or moving to Berlin, what kind of person would probably not fit into that city?
1: It's hard to say that anybody wouldn't fit just because of so many different areas of Berlin. And if you are into some things and not into others, I'm sure you can find a neighborhood that caters to your needs. But I can imagine that maybe young families or successful business people with families maybe wouldn't necessarily like the vibe of the city. But that's just a small minority. I think most of the people really fit well.
0: And then the last point, very last point, um, it was another time that you went to Germany. Some people listening to that podcast may have never been. What is it like to be in Germany with the people, all of that? Um, Since this is the last episode of the podcast, can you recommend it? What kind of impression do you get from the people in the country, the way they deal with you, the country itself?
1: Germany in general and German people, I would say that they are, they mind their own business. They let you do whatever you want to do, very direct and honest, which can sometimes be rude. But it's, it's, a way of, it's a way of living that I actually like. And it's very refreshing after living in England to come to a place where people will tell you directly in your face what they mean, even if they don't know you. I can't say much about Germany in general, because I've been mostly to Berlin, but the city and the people really make you comfortable in your own skin, at least for me. But if you want to find out more, I definitely advise you to go there and see for yourself. That's something that you really can't find anywhere else. At least I wasn't able to find it in my 26 years on this planet.
0: Wow, beautiful words. Thank you so much, Ivan. And thank you for listening, not just today, but over the last six months. Uh, It was such a pleasure. so much fun, actually, for me to introduce you to German culture, history, language, and to get your reactions, your feedback. People from over 50 countries in the world have joined me and you on this very special special trip. And the reason that I have to stop this podcast right now is that I am in my final months at uni and I'm finishing my master's degrees. Um, So... That as well as other commitments take too much time from me and I can't thank you enough for listening. I really, really appreciate it. And maybe one day there will be a second season of the Crowds, the German podcast. Vielen Dank und auf Wiedersehen.